Welcome into Baltimore Sports Today, the daily podcast from the Baltimore Sports Report Network. This is episode 400 for Ugh. Tuesday, May 23rd, 2017. I'm Zach Will from BaltimoreSportsReport.com. Happy 400 episodes, Javi Burns. How are you? I'm okay, Zach. I feel like uh, as brothers, we've been fighting since the beginning of this whole thing, and uh, we got to 400 that way. That's what we love about this podcast is we, uh, our true emotions will be out there. What a perfect 400, right? So the Splendid Splinter, if any of those kids out there don't know who that is, that's uh, one Ted Williams, who I've brought up many times in this podcast, and people are rolling their eyes, most of the millennials that listen. He is a beast, right? Jabaldo Jimenez uh, the opposite of a beast, unless you're into DraftKings and you stack a Twins lineup like your boy did uh, <laughs> last night. So uh, we're, we're going to be fair in the 400. This is how we do it. So we decided, Zach and I did, and I don't even know if Zach even knows this. Last time we did one of these programs, uh, the Orioles came back from a deficit and uh, were able to That's beat right. the Tigers in a fantastic late-inning affair. That is really – Zach, if you go back to when the Caps started this whole thing, I'm not sure I've gone to bed before midnight every night. It's been just a debacle sports-wise for me here in, in the spring and getting some sleep. So uh, we've decided tonight – uh, this game should be over, right, Zach? It's what? We're looking at close to almost 10 o'clock on the East Coast here. Yeah, 9.46. Top yeah. of six Orioles game, I think. Top of six here in the uh, Twins have uh, just top, got... Top of seven. Top oh, of I'm seven, sorry. Yeah. Top of seven. And you would think, right, O'Day is in, Givens is in, or something like that, right? Because you had a 5 nothing lead to start, right? You would think. Oh. All right. Yeah. Well. You would, you would anyway, think. happy 400 to you too, my friend. Yes. Happy happy 400 episodes uh, before we before we dive into... Uh, you don't have anything crazy planned. Protect yeah. leads. Uh, happy 400 episodes! If if you've been with us since number one, wow! Thank you, you're amazing. Can't yeah, thanks, Mr. Will. Around for so long, um, that's awesome. And if you're just joining us, welcome to uh, to our little daily uh, ish program in which we talk about Baltimore sports. And unfortunately, in this case, uh, we talk uh, a little bit about some of the bad news going on. A five nothing lead, like you mentioned, Javi Burns, five nothing. Uh, after two frames of baseball on Monday night, and uh, the, the Orioles let let it all get chipped away by the Minnesota Twins, uh, who score one in the third, one in the fourth, uh, four in the fifth, and then that sixth inning that just I thought it was never going to end. Yep. Uh, in in which the Twins score six runs, and as we sit here talking, it's twelve to six. Uh, we've seen Abalda Jimenez go four innings. We saw Tyler Wilson get called up and get absolutely crushed. Uh, for six runs, four earned, and it just all of that kind of good, those good vibes we had about uh, the Orioles being able to hold leads. Remember those days? I don't. I, I feel like no lead is safe anymore. No, there are no safe leads anymore because we've seen them do this throughout the 2017 season. What is wrong, Zach? I'm I'm about to move my mic again. I'm, you're getting me so fired up here. Uh-oh. I am. Um, I'll say this, Zach. I, I, I say the closer position, still one of the most overrated uh, positions in sports. I'm ready to backtrack a little bit on that. I will say this for the Orioles. Zach Britton has killed them. And the way I say that is, obviously, the one and six trip is easy to look back on and say the one-run games that they lost, and, and usually those games are fine. It's more of what's happened to the bullpen with him being out. It's almost like that uh, the effect that O'Day was out last year, and you saw those arms starting to kind of battle a little bit. But I, you know what? I don't want to beat up on the bullpen, Zach. Tonight, in this, in this beautiful, fun 400th program, Zach, being positive, let's be positive. 
let's get somebody off a team and have him lose a job, Zach. That's what I would like to do because I have had it. I have had it. I have done everything I can to embrace the said Ubaldo Jimenez, the Ubi on this show, the, the, the roller coaster, the box of chocolates, however you want to go. I am done. Not just because I, ha- I heard that there could be a p- the possibility that last night could be his final start because everybody within the organization outside of 1DD would like that to happen. But after tonight, or after last night, Zach, and what they did, in my opinion, Zach, he kills not only what happens today, he kills what goes on down the line. And you could say, you know, who's a better option? And I, and I think you should. I think that's fair. I'm going to give you two. One's not Tyler Wilson because we saw what he's going to come in hmm. and do. Tyler Wilson is what Tyler Wilson is. He is your mop-up guy, and I hope he wears it for, for the Orioles, you know, going forward. And, and he's just going to be just like what Logan Verrett would be or even Unoa, who had a nice start at one time. I am willing to give the ball to one Alex Asher and see what happens because it could not be any worse than what we've seen from this complete dumpster fryer outside of maybe a month last year uh, for the Orioles. Act. I am done with Abaldo Jimenez, and I'm not one of those guys that's ready to just fire somebody. It's a job. It's it's something that's going to affect him and his family. Money-wise, who cares? I don't look at that kind of stuff. My whole thing is, as you said, it's not my money. It's not your money. Pro-rated, it's around $7 million left on this guy. Thank you for your services, Abaldo. You're one of the greatest guys I know. You will go down in the lore. It's the only guy to step in a pothole, fake step in a pothole and go out. I am done, Zach. I'm watching my hands tell me why i'm crazy so uh, you're you you want a baldo completely off the team you you, yep. you want to pay him uh which you said is around seven million dollars um and to to not play for the orioles you don't want to move him to the bullpen you don't want to have nope. asher you you want him completely gone um so why why completely gone? Let's start there over uh, just out of the bullpen. And then I want you to tell me why you think Alec Asher uh, can step in and be better than Ibaldo, who you're right, uh, based on the track record, uh, has not pitched well this year, um, has, has two starts of seven and two-thirds. Um, but outside of that, he's gone four and a third, four and a third, three and a third, three and a third, three, five, and then what did he do last night? He did four. Yeah. Um, so he had two good starts this year uh, and a bunch of clunkers. So tell me, tell me why you want him gone completely, and then explain to me why Alec Asher is a better option. First of all, it's not my money. I keep saying that. I don't care about that kind of stuff. So I'm not somebody within the Orioles uh, warehouse that's that's crunching numbers, right? I'm not. I'm not in bookkeeping. I'm not doing that stuff. So that's fine. I, I hate spending other people's money, just like I hate getting rid of other people's money. But if it's just from a standpoint where money's really not the option, because let's be honest, Zach, it's not like two years ago when we said this and it was a bigger nugget. I can understand Mr. Angelos not really being that excited to move something like that. But at this point, prorated, like I said, I don't know exactly, but I'm guessing the way the season's going, we're at the quarter pole coming up into Memorial Day weekend. Um, it's going to be around seven million. I think he was. All, I think he was due around thirteen this year in the final year of his deal. My thing is, is Zach. It's not affecting just him. It's not just affecting the bullpen. Don't you think it's got to be affecting the rest of the guys in the lineup? They went out there today or last night, Zach, 
and and dropped a five spot on a just an awful Kyle Gibson who was just being brought up. And you know what? You know what Paul Molitor did? He left Kyle Gibson in there to wear it. And the Orioles, yeah, maybe they should have got some more runs off him. But when they go back out there and they give this guy a lead like they've done in so many games, and if you look back on those, you can look at his numbers. Think about how many times that guy has been ahead. Abaldo Menes has a winning record with like a six point something ERA at Camden Yards. That is absurd to me. And we don't believe in wins in this league, right? We believe, or at least on this podcast, we believe in ERA. His ERA is close to seven at Camden Yards, Zach. And it's been the same thing. We keep giving him a passing. It's no big deal. It's almost becoming, I don't know, I actually think it's kind of becoming kind of a joke almost in a way that, it, that it's still going on this way. And I just feel like it's affecting not just him, the bullpen, but I think it's affecting the rest of the team too. He's not a bad guy. I'll say this, Zach, if this guy was a jerk, if this guy was a Batista or even you know some guy who was making waves, I think this guy would already be gone because he's a good guy. And I actually do believe that, that Dan Duquette is afraid to go in there and say, I made a mistake as well. Now, can I answer your second question real quick? Sure. I'm going to say Alec Asher only because I'm not saying he's going to come out of there and, and just kill it for us, right? Miguel Gonzalez would be better. Can we get him back? No, we can't get him back. I don't see anybody, Chris Lee, Tanner Scott, none of these guys are coming up. I agree with you, Zach. It's not like there's this huge um, improvement that's going to be there, but can we see something else? I feel like Chris Tillman looks healthy enough to me. I'm not saying he's great, but he's healthy enough to me where he's going to go out every fifth day. Wade Miley, he's going out there every fifth day. Kevin Gossman, whether you think he's up and down, and he is, he's going out there every fifth day. Dylan Bundy, that's one person that I feel like when we hand him the ball, he's going to give us a quality start, which at this point for the Orioles is unbelievable. And I'm sorry that I'm I'm just so fired up about this. So my thing is the one guy who's killing you. In a team that at this point, let's let's not pretend this is April 1st, April 10th. We're in the full-blown pennant race at this point. Zach. We're leading the division tonight as we're, as, we're, as, we're podca- as we're podcasting. We have to figure this thing out because it's not going to get any better. So I understand that. Uh, Baldo is making $13.5 million in his okay. uh, last year of this deal. I understand the frustrations. I understand getting the lead and giving up the lead. I feel like... Um, Tonight, as we record this, as you listen to it, uh, sometime on Tuesday, perhaps uh, we have you know uh, remembered exactly how bad Abalo Jimenez has been has been this year, and and perhaps we have forgotten about some of the inconsistencies of uh, of some of the other starters, and as well as some of the problems that the Orioles have had in the bullpen. I want to get back to that whole conversation. Um, I'm not saying that that I disagree with you taking. Uh, a Baldo out of uh, of the rotation. I don't think that's an extreme move. I think um, paying a guy, you know, seven ish million dollars for nothing right now uh, is a little extreme. I think moving him to the bullpen, giving Asher that start, because you're kind of basing the move for Asher uh, off of what two starts, which were pretty decent. One against uh, Toronto on April fifteenth. Uh, six and a third innings, three hits, one earned run. Um, remember, Toronto was was just absolutely awful at that point, uh, and and one against Boston. It was a quality start uh, here in the loss and that, but six innings, uh, six hits, three earned runs in Fenway. Um, and other than that, we're we're kind of looking at you know relief appearances of of an inning, uh, up to three and a third innings at at certain points. And he's been good. I mean, the guy uh, you know has been solid uh with a 2.33 ERA um 
but you know we're we're talking about basically two starts. So okay. I think I I understand taking Gabaldo out of the uh, out of the rotation, but I think you should wait to see a little bit what you have with Asher because if you don't have something good with Asher uh, and you've released Gabaldo Jimenez, then you're you're really in trouble because uh, the Orioles rotation is is you know hardly four guys <laughs> um, when everybody's healthy and when it's normal. Uh, now you're now you're down to so many more question marks. No, and I'm with you there. Here's my thing: if tonight you saw on the MLB deal as as you're scrolling for your DraftKings sweat, and you saw Alec Asher versus Kyle Gibson tonight, would you have felt better or about the same with Abaldo Jimenez on the bump? I mean, I'd feel better because I think Abaldo's been okay. pretty pretty awful, and I'm not. Right. So you don't know with you don't know with Asher. That's my point: is that we don't know. I'm only using Asher because I hate when people say just get rid of him and then don't figure it out. I have some ideas. If you really want to go into it, I'm not going to nerd out on everybody and think what could happen. What I would like to done is maybe going out and Doug Fister, and I told you that in the off season, and for some reason that can't happen either because there's some some rift between um, our GM and his owner or his uh, agent. And I'm not sure how bad the Orioles went after him. So I'm not, I'm going to be fair to Dan. I'm just saying the angels went out there and got a pretty friendly deal for a guy who could log some innings in, in this rotation. Let's not, let's not pretend that Doug Fister couldn't come in here and, and log some innings for this, for this rotation. Sure. And right I now. get that, but I don't want to play the hindsight game. Here. I'm not, I mean, I'm not, we're... I'm not using him. I'm just saying there, there are options. You're talking about no options. There are options out there outside of Baldo Jimenez. Well, there were. I mean, <laughs> you're, no, you're there's talking options about... now, though. There's still options. Alec Asher, in my opinion, is a better start day to day going forward for the Orioles to keep them inside of games and not murder their bullpen than Habaldo Jimenez. Yep. I'm not sure I'm, what would happen. I'm with you. I'm with you. Okay, but I'm, I'm not saying I'm you're saying you don't want to release him because you would like to see what happens in the bullpen. I'm going to ask you a question. I'm going to throw it back to you here. What is he going to do for you in the bullpen? Is he your new Tyler Wilson? Like, what what is he doing out there, and what spot is he taking in the bullpen? If now we're talking I don't about know, spots because being the taken. bullpen is in such a flux too that it, that it's hard to say who's in what role. And and I want to get back to that conversation. Yep. I mean, I can't put my finger on whether this is a a coincidence with uh, the timing in which Zach Britton went out, or whether. Really pulling one, and I know he's a huge piece, but one piece from this bullpen has kind of sent it into uh, a spiral. And they haven't been horrible, but they've been average. And we're so used to uh, Orioles relievers being, uh, you know, excellent uh, in their roles and and very above average and in you know the top of the leagues uh, in in each of their positions there and. Uh, since Zach Britton went out, it just uh, has not been the case. And, um, you know, Tyler Wilson's clunker, I think, is the latest example. It seems like uh, every one of these guys before you could rely on and, and felt pretty pretty good about, and that just has not been, been the case since Britton went down. Is, is that a coincidence, or has this really messed them up that bad? No, I think it has. And I said at the time, again, I'm going to go back and put the crow right inside of my mouth. I didn't believe that a closer was so big um, for a team. But when you start building it back and you know in the ninth inning that you're pretty much, let's just say if you want to do you know, baseball percentages, 95%. Would you be willing to say 95% was Zach? Uh, yeah. 
Okay, yeah. so ninety five percent of the chance you hand the ball to him, you're going to win those games. That just means from the from eighth inning back, you need to find a way to get there. And when those other guys are in those roles, when you're Donnie Hart's coming out to face one left hander as opposed to having to go pitch a full inning, when when Givens is put in the best position possible against whatever batter that he's against, when Brock is put in that eighth inning position, being able to kind of get those lefties out and those righties out, that makes everything different. And we get it. Listen, everybody has injuries. The Yankees lost Chapman. They got Patances. They're struggling a little bit too. Things happen in baseball. I get it. I didn't expect, to be honest with you, Zach Britton even having half the year that he had last year. I think it's impossible to think that. But to think taking Zach Britton off this team and that we're talking about how he's maybe one of the top, he had to be in the top two MVP type candidates for the Orioles last year who made the playoffs, Zach. Yes, it's a huge blow because it's it's one of those things where we always talk about it. it's not just that one position. It's it's so many other things that go involved with what happens when you when you have a bullpen the way the Orioles lean on their bullpen. The Orioles starters are terrible. The Orioles bullpen is awesome. You put it in the middle and it's above mediocre. And I'm looking at at Orioles relievers. I just did a minimum of ten innings pitch this year, uh, and and they have one guy with an ERA under 3.47 and uh that's your boy alec asher everybody else uh michael Givens has the the next lowest era is 3.47 and it climbs up from there brock with 3.68 uh donnie hart above him darren o'day sitting now at 4.15 uh and and vidal nuno up there at 6.75 um and and that just you know i haven't had a chance to click back and see what last year was like but i have to imagine uh, that in previous seasons, those guys were were better uh, in their roles than they've been so far this year. And, and I, I just can't believe it's been that inconsistent for them. It's yeah. Can, can we can we get something out there since it's definitely the 400 show? And if anybody's going to listen to them, sometimes they'll just hit like 400, like 300. These guys probably do great shows. I'm not saying Alex Asher is my guy. Let's not let's not jump into the Alex Asher. You know, I'm not ready to kind of put him in my back pocket. He's no, you know, uh, Jonathan Scope. You asked me who I would replace Obaldo Jimenez with. I'm saying that Alex Asher, in my opinion, is the best capable candidate who could stretch out tomorrow, take a ball and go out and start. And as you pointed out, he has at least two starts. And I get it. You know, the Blue Jays were what they were or whatever, but he's shown to me to be somebody that's more of a starter than the, when the position that he's in in the bullpen. Maybe they flip-flop Zach. Maybe Abaldo goes out there and then he becomes the Alex Asher. I just don't want him starting a game and then putting everybody else. Maybe you bring him in for spots. I don't get it. I mean, it's fine. You don't want to pay him. I'm just, again, I don't care. I just would rather not hand him the ball anymore. And I think it's getting, I don't think, I don't care about the fans. I mean, listen, I'm a fan. You're a fan. I don't care what we think because we really don't care. There's people within that organization, Zach, and you know that I know that are really, really starting to get just completely tired of the same old thing. And, and I'm telling you, it's, it's it's wearing on a certain people within that organization. I'll just say that. And I understand that frustration. I'm I I am not spending my money on uh, a Baltimore's salary. And I watched last night's game and was incredibly frustrated um, by you know watching the, my team blow a five nothing lead. Uh, that that's that's incredibly frustrating from my point. Um, the only thing I'm saying is the Orioles roster is light as it is. Um, and rather than ship a guy off because you're frustrated, I'd put him in the bullpen and see if you can get anything out of him while you experiment with Alec Astor, who's who deserves it and who gives them a better option uh, yep. right now than Abaldo does. 
Um, but you know, just keep in mind you're you're one more uh, you know shoulder or or elbow injury away from uh, going out trying to find somebody. Complete right. disaster. Yeah, now I'm with you. And I'm not really panicking. I'm not one of those things where I'm ready to, I just, I don't want to see him in the rotation, I guess. But at this point, my, my opinion is if he can't help us in the pin, yeah. then I don't, I don't help need him in the pin. Then that's then, it. You know, then that's yeah. it. And yeah. I'm with you. And um, by the way, he's not the, he's not the only problem we're, we're doing this show on Evaldo, which is not. hilarious, but it's not the only problem, but it just happens to be tonight. It just happens to be what, what some of the things that I heard that this could have been his last start based on some people within the organization. Like I said, Dan was the only person that's not willing to do that. And I can understand. I mean, I hired somebody. I want to be the last person to probably fire him too. I mean, he's had so many good hits that I could imagine. He says, well, this is going to, this guy, this guy's going to turn it around because let's be honest, we have seen some good Evaldo. Right. But they've been very limited. And the his but the problem is when he's bad, Zach, it's so it's demoralizing to the rest of the to the rest of the team. And it's not just one day. So that's the only reason why I'd say at least you've talked me into at least letting him move to the bullpen. I don't know if that's going to happen, Zach, because they have so many situations, especially after tonight. They're going to probably have to bring somebody else up because Tyler's got to go back down after his just complete debacle of, of a performance. Um, I'm not hearing any other any other like studs coming up out of there. They brought up this kid Castro that they had. Um, you know, I could see Edwin Jackson being a possibility as he continues to move within the organization i'm honestly my tongue is in the side of my cheeks even saying that but i mean at this point somebody because let's be honest like i said at the beginning zach we have four starters i'm not saying four great starters i'm saying four mediocre starters and bundy um we have to have a fifth starter because it's not let that many off days it ain't april anymore yep yeah i know i know so 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 anything good happen you got anything good you got any good news the orioles scored some runs early starters if they can get gossman to a, a decent spot the rotation's not bad. If if you know you look at Bundy, who's got a two nine seven. Wade Miley's been phenomenal, two point five nine this year. Tillman continues to look better. He's sitting at a three and a half ERA. Uh, have to assume that that your guy Alec Asher is going to get in there. He's he's got a uh, an ERA under three, and you know Gossman's been the one who's who's been inconsistent outside of Evaldo, of course. Uh, Gossman's got a six point six five. So, if they can if they can straighten him out, then you feel pretty good. And and it and honestly, it's going to take some pressure off of Asher um, going into that role because I think that's what's to come. And who knows? By the time people are listening to this, maybe maybe we've already heard <laughs> that uh, that that's going to happen. But um, what that you're saying that Abaldo has been released and or at least being moved, and then Asher's yeah, going to the rotation the next start. Um, I mean, I don't know. I'm sure there'll I, be roster moves made, like you said. I think, I think Tyler Wilson's done. I mean, every day at three o'clock, I'm waiting to hear Bob. Yeah. I'm waiting to look at, for Rock to run one down here. Who's coming? When I saw Tyler Wilson, like I said, I said, I think I just subtweeted and said, "Well, Tyler, warm up because you're going to be coming in soon." And Man, you know, right, you were. Well, I mean, I could listen. If you follow the Orioles, you know whoever comes up is usually getting the ball if if the starter struggles. <laughs> and you shouldn't have to have that happen every single time, um, especially at this point. And with the team, you know, it's so funny too. We're just completely crushing this team in the four, not crushing the team, but we're crushing Evaldo and some of the pitching and everything. Zach, didn't we know this before the year this was going to be a problem? And where do they sit? And truly, it's been less of a problem than I thought. The the bullpen's yeah. the one that concerns me even more uh-huh. than than the starters do. Looking at the numbers, so. You're, you know, it's it's in a lot better shape look than than I anticipated it being. So, um, and I still I have faith that the bullpen will be better, uh, and I also have faith that you know repairing a bullpen is a much easier thing to do than than repairing a starting rotation. 
Yeah, absolutely. And that's something that they can, they can do. There's not, there's no trades. Let's just put it this way. There's not a bunch of trades on the horizon for the Orioles to go out and get a, you know, a Garrett Cole as it was floated around that the Astros were looking at him today, or, you know, I've, I've talked about Quintana. That's just not going to happen. The Orioles don't have the minor league system. I don't care how many times you can replay shows that we've done since 2013, 14, whatever you want to do. We just don't have the pieces to go out and get the top of the line rotation type guys. And I don't think this team actually needs that Zach. I don't either. It's, it, it's innings eaters. It's somebody that can get this team three, three and a half runs or less. Cause the Orioles will usually score four. If they get to five, they should win lately. That hasn't happened. So yeah. we're at six on, you know, on Monday night and, you know, again, five, nothing lead early. And then just the, the onslaught that, just kept going. I'll tell you this, Zach. This is the first time I've ever rooted against the Orioles because I did want to see Ebaldo gone. Plus, I had a lot of twins last night and, and some DraftKings <laughs> stacks. Um, you know, props to you, Kepler. Uh, I, I just, I just, it's 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 an odd feeling to to, to think that uh, this could be the end. And maybe it's not. Maybe Ebaldo gets another start. Who knows? Like you said, there's not that many options. It's not like there's some minor leaguer just you know blowing people away. You know, down at Norfolk that we could bring up because if that would have happened, Zach, he'd have been here already. The thing that I think you pointed out that's the most important is uh, that losses like this can be demoralizing for a team, um, and they can start to lose faith in the guy, and that's what you want to avoid. The Orioles are, are uh, you know, assuming that they, they lose this game tonight when, when we're recording. Uh, they would be, what, 25 and 18. They're still sitting in, in pretty fantastic shape uh, so far this year. But those types of losses can really weigh on a team and really frustrate a team. Uh, so you almost need a move to be made just to you know bring back some confidence in, yeah. in, in that club. And thankfully, they're run by a guy that uh, is you know one of the best in the business and, and does everything possible to uh, avoid those types of um, you know frustrations and, and downward spirals and all, all of those sorts of things. So. Yeah. You should have seen some of his body language tonight. Oh, my though. God. That foul ball call, by the way. Why do we have instant replay in baseball if every single time it seems like they they either don't have enough evidence or just don't overturn blatantly obvious calls? It was I mean, a that's a white ball. line. It's a white line. It's, it's a white a ball. ball. It, it hit green. I mean, my my glasses are usually orange, Zach. Can, first of all, can I talk, can we talk about this? I hope they had a better view up in New York than the Masson gave us because that was oh, one of the worst yeah. <laughs> play by plays there. And I love me some Masson. I'm with you. Um, he just had so many. There's so many gifts that'll be running around of Buck the one, tonight. He put his just... he put his hat over his eyes. <laughs> so That's good. just like how I felt watching watching a Baldo pitch tonight, and then Tyler yeah. Wilson pitch tonight. Oh, and then the Bach when when Crittenden basically oh my like my nine year olds would do on the mound, and you're oh. just like, oh gosh, can we talk about some good things? Can I give some good things Please. tonight? The captain, the, the one, I don't know if you've seen his piece um, in the Players' Tribute, Zach. Okay, yes. that's, first of all, if you haven't read that and you're into powerful things from somebody that I respect tremendously on and off the field, please get to it. I ha- I retweeted it on my Twitter at Jabby Burns. I mean, Zach, probably you can find it anywhere. Um, Adam Jones with his 125th home run at Camden Yards, um, surpassing uh, Raphael Palmero. How much of a pleasure overall. is it to watch this guy play in an Every day, bro. Form? I mean, it is a, it is He's- a real... He's climbing my Nick Nick Marcakis wagon, baby. I mean, Nick is my favorite Oriole of all time, and, and I'll tell you right now, the, the captain, captain from San Diego, is creeping really, really close. And somebody mentioned, should he get a statue out there? I'm not ready to go that far because you start putting statues out there of all these different guys. All four of those guys out there are Hall of Famers. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying Adam Jones might not be a Hall of Famer. He's got plenty of a career left, Zach. But I'll tell you this: there better be something at Camden Yards for one Adam Jones. Yeah, yeah. I mean, just the 
we're so incredibly lucky. I mean, mm-hmm. he, he really, he's, he's the face of the turnaround, man. It all, it all started with uh, him coming over, and it, I'm truly, that's truly true. I agree with you. To, to you know, see him play it all out. Uh, yep, awesome. he's been fantastic, and and he's somebody he's a joy to watch. And if you're a man, parent, you will never question how yep. hard Adam Jones plays, man. He leaves he it out there every single night, and and nobody cares more than he does. No, nope. no, I wish that I wish our third baseman could have some of that caring in him sometimes too. <laughs> but um, I love him too. But uh, and that's maturity. And I, I'll tell you this: being around Adam. I think can only help him and, and scope and, and some of these younger players. I wish, I wish uh, Chris would take the bat off his shoulder sometimes too, and care a little bit too. But again, guys do it in a different way. I just know Adam every single night brings his hat, his glove. And there's the other thing that really makes me crazy. And, and it's just the old man and maybe the coach in me, Zach, if you don't spread out to your position every single inning, I've done it all my life. I do it in dumb softball. I do it in, mm-hmm. in just anywhere I do just because you want to set a, a, that's an example of a player who understands that I'm, lucky and, and blessed to play a game and when he sprints out to center field every single time i look at jackson or no one of my kids and i say look at that that's what i want to see and my kids are tired of me yelling at them after you know four <laughs> innings five innings get your you know what's out there run because this is something that is fun and, and the only way you're going to enjoy it is to kind of hustle and i feel like hustling is a big dig and saying there's nobody that hustles harder than 10 so yep. i know we're i'm glad we're ending on a, in a good note because that's something that um people should know about because you know, Abaldo's one side, but Adam Jones is a guy that you'll remember forever. Oil fans. Yep. Amen to that. So we want to hear from you uh, about all of this. What do you think? Are you, are you done? You ready to ship Abaldo Jimenez off? Like uh, Jabby Burns mentioned, you're going to have a, a little bit longer leash. Want him to move out to the bullpen. What do you think? Uh, does Alec Asher, the guy that uh, deserves the next start and, and tell us about Adam Jones, uh, your, your love for Adam Jones. You can tweet, uh, at myself, at Zach underscore Wilt. Uh, Jab is at, at Jabby Burns. Wow. And at BAL Sports Report gets to both of us. So let us know. Wow. Uh, I'm just looking at some Jim Palmer tweets from tonight. You might want to go take a gander at those, too. Take a look. And that's your guy, by the way. Nobody that is holds your back, guy. man. He, he's... Everybody wants to criticize Jim Palmer. I freaking no, love no, that. no. You just why well, no? Okay, well, go back to this podcast and listen to this podcast again after your boy Jim Palmer says what he says out here on Twitter, my friend. Painful to watch Abaldo try to get through five innings. He's forcing the O's to make a change uh, <sighs> with his starter slot. He's put with, but was, hey, Jim Jim likes himself a little cab too. Don't I was trying wrong. to. Well, I didn't know if that was some kind of abbreviation or what. I don't know, but I'm with him, man. I agree. Yeah, $50 million disaster. <laughs> Wasn't great. Wasn't great. Comes and this is my books favorite. in a few this, short months. Yeah, this is his last one here, the least I've got. Thanks to my peeps. The appropriate baseball people should listen. Enough said, Masson. Wow. So, Zach, I'm not the only person that's calling for this. Everybody within the organization outside of your boy is, is ready to, to move on. The guy does not hold back. I love it. Nope. Nope. Adam Jones of the uh, broadcast booth. I love it. I would like, I'll say this. Why don't you get Adam in his personal life and ask him what he thinks about Abaldo? <laughs> uh, I think we probably you go down for an Abbey burger with Adam and have a couple brewskis <laughs> and ask him what he thinks. That, that sounds, sounds amazing, by the way. That would be amazing. Yeah. The Abbey yeah. burger sounds pretty good, too, oh, I would imagine. No doubt. Now you're eating again. I'm happy that you're back on the horse and feeling better. And, um, you and me yeah. both. Because oh, these, I'm guessing the one and nines are tired of you know a couple weeks ago, man. There was a lot of things coming out of a lot of different areas. <laughs> On the podcast, you mean, right? 
as far yeah. as you know <laughs> as far as you know like a ball though you never know where it's coming from yeah <laughs> isn't that true that's true uh, all right, Jeff Burns. Hey, I want to tell you this, brother. Fights, good fights, fun fights, uh, talking shop, disagreeing, agreeing. I wouldn't rather have do 400 podcasts with any of my friends. I'm completely with you. Absolutely. Nobody will put up with me for 400. So you're, well, you're Miss, Miss Waltz came around with you for a while, but I'm, I'm catching her, by the way. <laughs> you, Yeah, man. You're, you're chipping away. <laughs> I might talk to you more than she does. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes that's true. Depends on the week. Uh, All right, my friend. Happy 400. Always good talking to you. You too, pal. For Jab, I'm Zach. Thanks for listening to Baltimore Sports today. Enjoy your Tuesday. Talk to you again tomorrow.